Hello and welcome to episode two of Dark Laughs, the podcast that ruthlessly exploits the weird, the wacky, the alternative and the damn right stupid local news stories from around the UK. My name's Sam Freeman and I'm joined by the master of mystery, the king of comedy spelt with a K. If he was a drink, he'd be homemade lemonade because he's so sharp, Mr. Tim Franklin. Good evening, Tim. That was, I'm not worthy of that, actually, Sam. I'm quite pleased with that introduction. I'm a bit worried that you're trying to pull me. That's what I tend to say to all the ladies who I try to seduce. <laughs> really? To them say, are you, you're a master of mystery. You're the king of comedy spelt with a K. If you were a drink, that's what I say to them. I go up to them and say, if you were a drink... You compare you, all your dates to beverages. To beverages, yeah. So, you know, if, if a homemade lemonade, because you're so sharp. Um, yeah, Champagne, because yeah. they're bubbly. And classy. Um, oh, yeah, expensive too. Darling, because they make me drop my trousers and piss in the street. <laughs> you know, swings and roundabouts all oh. around. Um, this this podcast has got off to a slightly weird weird start after after the extra excellent introduction. It's now just gone completely into if yeah, you have really... to describe a girl on a date, how would you do it? Um, please, listeners, don't do any of those things. No, we had the first podcast last week. How do you think that went, Tim? I I enjoyed the podcast last week. I was concerned when I was listening back to it. It was a bit like a telephone call you have with a drunk relative, and you can. You can hear them putting down the wine glass in the background and you know that they're not going to make it through the night. That, that's that's a positive. I like to think that by doing this podcast, we're eventually kind of pushing you towards sobriety. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, uh, as as per last week, it's again a, a comparative news competition, a, a battle to the death of all the greatest news stories currently in circulation around the world. Uh, by the flip of a coin, Tim, you'll be going first this week. Oh, excellent. Uh, with with your stories. So what's your first story of the week? I've been drawing mine from a Facebook group called Chorley Headlines, I think it is. It's, it's a, a wonderful selection of headlines from Chorley. And I quite like the dissonance between the headline and the actual article. So this isn't what I'm going to choose, but I'll give you an example. Chorley man found living in kennel. A cheery story, excellent. no doubt. That, no no doubt. way could that be a bad story. Unfortunately, when you look into it, it's a Chorley man uh, living in a six-foot den made from an old door and plastic sheeting. Uh, and uh, he's 49 years old. He uses crutches to get him out after suffering a stroke. Uh, <laughs> wow. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Did you think they lure in the readers and then go, now I'm going to give you a kicking? Uh, it's essentially, have a laugh. Oh, you tried to have a laugh, did you? Let me just punch you. I'm going to punch you again and punch you. Crutches, yeah, take that, motherfucker. <laughs> So that one is far too tragic for us to use today because I don't want to laugh at the suffering of the poor. So um, in in this case, the absolutely destitute. So I'm going to go for beer drinking snake found in Chorley. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not a new species. Sadly, my girlfriend would be quite excited because that would make parties at the zoo a lot easier. And the animal welfare, you wouldn't have to worry so much if you accidentally slosh a little bit into the enclosure. So, uh, following up on this, a 14-inch snake was found curled up in a beer can. Um, Presumably alcoholic reptile. Highfield Road South, uh, the unnamed owner called Paradise Pets to try and rehome the the beveraged reptile. Well, I'm going to keep with your theme uh, of... Reptiles? No, no, I'm going to... It's kind of, of kind of, you know, illicit substances. Um, (laughs) my, My story's from the Westmoreland Gazette. Um, oh, you've come into my turf. I have. I've come trodden, trodden, trodden on your ground. Um, and uh, it's the story, the, the headline of the story is Drugs Factory Found in Kendall. 
which which isn't <laughs> isn't a massive story really <laughs> and it's kind of the story you'd have anywhere else in the world but what i particularly like was the first uh sentence which is police have uncovered a cannabis farm in a kendall town center toilet block now, <laughs> now wait is this a municipal toilet block well apparently so what i really? don't understand is firstly how how is it physically possible to create a cannabis farm not not just a few plants i mean a farm no that's really enterprising in a in a town center toilet how block. do you keep the the temperature high enough to maintain the plants do in a think, toilet block do you think they're people, not insulated do you think people were kind of going in there and kind of getting very confused just kind of going god there's a lot of plants in here this is a bit weird where is that room in a toilet you hear about people I know, I know. People have to sort of build specially disguised rooms hidden in the, the partitions of their house to grow cannabis. There's... Who attended it? You, there's not even attendance to maintain the basic hygiene functions. Surely the council's not laying out for, for cannabis farmers as well. See, presumably, if you were buying your cannabis from there, then you'd know that your cannabis was coming from a toilet farm. <laughs> you were smoking... Toilet cannabis. cannabis. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's toilet cannabis, oh, and, and it's just—it's just that's the lowest of the low. It but what, is. That's going to appear on Newsnight, isn't it? A new craze is sweeping the nation. Underage drug users call it bog roll, but we know it. One hundred and ten percent proof cannabis. Expose in five. Do you know what the uh, best comment on uh, the uh, article is? It's by Dave McNamara, and God bless you, Dave McNamara, for writing this. It's, I wonder who grassed them up. Yes. Yes, Dave. You are a legend. You are a king and a hero, and and you spend your time reading this story, reading everybody else's comments, and yet wanting to enlighten the entire life of Westmoreland. What's what's your second story? My second story. Do we not... Are we not going to give preliminary votes? Because I think that's yours, definitely, far and away. I'll be happy to take the moral victory on that. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll call that 1-0. Um, <laughs> so what's what's uh, your next yeah, story? story? Well, it's not, sadly, it's not a video podcast because there's something, something brought to it by the picture. Just for the title, Authority hots up on its winter action with gritters and... Um, and it's about gritting machines, the sexiest. Which which uh, fine publication is that from? Chorley Guardian. Chorley Guardian. Uh, there was a, a great deal of difficulty last Christmas caused by uh, insufficient uh, coordination between the local authority, Chorley's local authority, who have to deal with the uh, with various things such as town centre car parks, cemeteries, and recreation grounds, and the county council which did the highways and footpaths. But this year, not to worry, Chorley is covered. Do you think there was a lot of people in Chorley kind of waking up in the morning and thinking, oh God, what if it, what if it snowed? What if there's no grit? <laughs> what if I can't get to work because of the grit? What is the grit situation? Do you think there were a lot of people kind of banging on the, on the, I like on the doors going, of- look here, look here. What's the grit situation? And, and the council go, we've got it sorted this year. Back the like fuck off. I don't, they probably wouldn't say back the fuck off. That'd just be. I don't weird. know. It's surely. It's they're pretty hard there, aren't they? I like to think they brought in their best man on this case. They're like, we need a maverick. <laughs> situation's way out of hand. What we're going to have to do. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a wild gun. 
he could backfire on us, but under the circumstances, it's a chance I'm willing to take. We're going to have to hot up on our winter gritting action. For some reason as well, whenever I hear the word gritter, it makes me think of a bad euphemism for anal pornography. Um, I'm really sorry. That doesn't make me a nice person, does it? What? The fact that... that Gritter. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I've got a few, which I'm not sure to... Please raise the tone. Raise the tone. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to raise the tone. Turning to the Westmoreland Gazette. Oh. Westmoreland Gazette had a bumper week this week, let me tell you. It's, yeah. it's magical. They're, they're good. They're, they're quality. They are excellent. Um, my second story is uh, from the Westmoreland Gazette. Uh, and uh, as if uh, drugs oh, being found gosh. in a toilet in Kendall isn't enough, thieves have stolen £22,000 worth of meat from Plumgarths, also in Kendall. Um <laughs> And it's it's one of those slightly beautiful stories, I think. Um, I just don't understand. How do you walk out of somewhere with £22,000 worth of meat? Maybe it was one very, very, very expensive chipolata. A massive, massive sausage. Oh, oh yeah. Like, more, like one of those sausage vans, but actually just the sausage. I like the idea of it just being a massively long sausage rather than a particularly wide sausage. And just one of them came out of the door and then walked across the road. But the other one came out with a bit more of the sausage. And (laughs) they keep going. The thing was, it was was, uh, between 6pm and 7pm on a Sunday night um, that this... Ah, This this is Kendall. You haven't been to Kendall, have you? 6pm to 7pm on a Sunday night, there's pretty much nothing there but sausage thieves. (laughs) But what, what I found quite interesting is the fact that the drug factory story and the thieves stealing stealing meat were, were in the same episode episode edition. And that kind of got me wondering whether all the people from the drug factory in the toilets were then going, oh, God, i got the munchies, and then going and stealing meat straight away afterwards. Maybe yeah. that's the, fo- the follow-up on the, uh, on the Panorama special. Sort of uh, <laughs> known side effects of this new drug craze include sausage theft, and a massive appetite for tasty beef and other ground meat produce. Um, and again, uh, I, I find myself drawn to the comments uh, on the Westmoreland oh, Gazette what would we have? website. What would we have? We've got uh, those turkeys will get gobbled up. Uh, uh, no, 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 that doesn't cut no. it for me. No, um, that doesn't, that doesn't that, cut mustard. That will have ruffled a few feathers. Again, this is meat produce. It Generally, that will have been de-feathered by the time they get it. What an awful thing to happen. Better, yeah. Yes. I hope nobody gets the chop for this. Mm, come on, come on. Come on, uh, Sam, you can do better than this. And and uh, then uh, Ambience, and why you would choose the Ambience as the name, is looks like foul play to me, spelt like the bird. It's lamentable, spelt like oh! Sam. What a bad thing to happen. Just beef or Christmas. Oh! It's, uh, it certainly gets up the parson's nose. Wow. Thank you. Um, Yeah. Clearly, I'm not entirely sure about the last bit. It's it's probably, uh, that makes me think that. uh, No, Parsons' nose is the hideous scrag end of the the turkey. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's the monstrous bit that really looks like it shouldn't come off anything living. I've just just noticed while reading that comment that in the most shared section on the Westmoreland Gazette (laughs) website is South Lakeland Snow Leopard set to get new girlfriend. Number one. (laughs) Number one story. Number one, damn it. So, Tim, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'd like to give you the victory for that, I think. Why? Well, I not... interaction. I'm really impressed. 
I'm glad that the authority for Chorley Council is really so dedicated to ensuring that the grit situation in there. But I, I honestly, that very expensive sausage. But do we want to keep the tension up? Is well, this, this just the sham, Sam? This, is that this all is this it. is? I mean, Are you just playing the numbers to to maintain this farce? You I, can I like re-edit it. You I'm, can just move this to be the last section. You can change it. You can dub over the words second story. Make it make it third story. Oh, hi, I'm Tim, and this is my third story. You know, you can do that. If you're going to make a farce out of it, you're going to try and pretend there's drama when there isn't. A A Sam? A how do you build drama? You did a course in it. You should know. Yeah, I mean, I was, let's I was, give it, I was no, going for it, the X factor effect. Let's give it to the grit um, let's, let's, let's grit it. Let's, let's make it grit, Sam. Let's make it grit. That, that, grit, that rags grit up the attention. Um, <laughs> okay, so, what's, what's, your, what's your third? You, are you going to go first this time or should I again? Okay, I have two questions. I have two uh, stories for my final Ooh, okay, okay. section. I'm not sure which one to use. Okay. Um, the one I actually I've decided the one I'm not going to use is from the um, uh, Colchester Daily Gazette, Ooh, and it's a very short story. It's heating problem closes library. Oh! And essentially, the story goes like this: Wivenhoe Library was forced to close early this afternoon. Essex County Council said the High Street Library closed at 5 p.m. instead of 7 p.m. because <laughs> of heating problem. A spokesman said the issue would be fixed as soon as possible. That's it. That's the entire story. But they got it out fast, didn't they? They did. They're on the. They got it out fast. Anyone who came there at five oh five was worried. Oh shit! Shit! It's closed. It's closed. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happened here. But I can only assume there has been some terrible, terrible tragedy at the library. I I can only return to my homestead, to my family, tell them this terrible terrible news tell them to prepare themselves for a worse shock when we read the colchester evening gazette and find out what has happened at our local library and the colchester gazette they've known that people are going to take it like that and they've they they've fired it off as fast as they can they've gone look we're not going to miss this print deadline no time no time for speculation just just the facts just the facts get it out there and they get it out there and that family they open their paper and their heart is filled with warmth because they know the library is going to be okay. But the thing is, it's just two hours. It's two hours it was closed early. And, and what I find even worse is the fact that this story was the one that got my attention, whereas fatal stabbing update, police make 10th arrest. <laughs> now, I would never make light of, of a fatal stabbing update, but when the police get to the 10th arrest... Do you start to suspect that the police are possibly not looking in the right places and arresting the right people? Um, it's this is from Colchester. But the story I'm actually wanting to use uh, oh, is um, from uh, the Chelmsford Weekly News. Uh, with ooh, all, hello. All the weekly news from Chelmsford. <laughs> Chelmsford, uh, and the st- headline is Christmas fun at the Essex Police Museum. Now. <laughs> I suspect that if there's any place in the entire world that doesn't have Christmas fun, it is Essex Police Museum. Um, but this is what you get to take part in. You can learn about the history of Essex Police, uh, dress up in a police uniform, take fingerprints, and visit a police cell. <laughs> is um, that what Santa is? Is that the grotto? 
for the pleasure of doing this, you have to pay for two pounds. Um, two pounds. Very good. Very good. Learn about the history. <laughs> you know what they're doing? They're building up their DNA database. Yeah. Kind of get... Everyone everyone who puts their, oh, I'm going to put my fingerprint on, and they're going, right, when you turn 20, mate, you better be naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine that. Happy Christmas, kids. We're going to see Santa. And then we're going to learn about the Chelmsford Rapist. Whee! Oh, please, can we? Please. Oh, and then, yeah. It's, again, it's, I'm just starting to, to wonder. who, if, if your parents said to you, look, kids, it's Christmas. And, you know, you've been good all year and you deserve a treat. And you're like, oh, do we? Treat, yeah, yeah, kids, you deserve a treat. A treat, do we? Oh, that's fantastic. We're going to Disneyland. No, 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 you're not going to Disneyland. Not this time. We're going to Hamleys in London. Can we go to Hamleys in London? No, no, we're not going to Hamleys in London. But the next best thing. Where are we going, Daddy? Where are we going? We're going to the Essex Police Museum. Oh, um, do we have to? It's just, it, I can't imagine inflicting that much misery upon a child. I can. I you can. Well, you know, a lot of my colleagues, they've made the mistake of breeding. And and from what I can tell, they, they really would murder their children if it wasn't illegal, you know. And... Um, yeah, I think I think by that stage of the holiday, you've you've maybe you've been off work. They have been off school for maybe three. You've had to spend three or four whole days with them. I think you'd hate them quite a lot by that point. So yeah. See, I'm kind of wondering if if I have kids at any point because when I was when I was young, I used to have uh, the church church visits inflicted upon me. Oh. So we'd be on on holiday, and and my parents would spot uh, undoubtedly a medieval church in the distance, and they say, "Oh, why don't we stop for a break?" We'll have a look around the medieval church. It'll be fun. <laughs> now, when you've done that for 20 or 30 times during a single holiday that's lasted less than a week, that's when you start to lose the will to live, and it's slightly unfortunate. Um, that's that's what they do. So what's your final story, Tim? Well, I I was continuing with my, my Chorley-themed uh, uh, search, uh, but unfortunately I was thwarted. I came across the headline... Woman saves dog. Amazing pictures. But unfortunately, I couldn't find the article that goes with it. Oh. But when I was searching, I... Um, Please don't tell me you, you wrote woman does dog or saves dog. No, no. For, well, I searched for woman saves dog. And what I um, what I found uh, you really shows are. you the, shows you the difference between the United Kingdom and the United... And the, and the United States of America, and uh, and in many ways, how much more epic their local news is. Um, <clears throat> because the article I've got is uh, from, this is listed under Today, Pets and Animals, and it's quite a recent article. Yeah, yeah, the end of August. Alaska woman punches bear in face to save her tiny dog. What? That is insane. Wow, I've got a lot of respect for her. Actually, I, for a second there, I paused and went, "What an idiot!" But then I kind of went, "She pulled it off. She 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 managed it. She's the, the, the Chuck Norris of Alaska." The uh, the quote that's that she gives just the 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 uh, the headline is, uh, "It had her kind of like when they eat salmon," says owner of Fudge the Dashen. Um, 
Yeah, she she apparently she just flips out. She she walks out into the street. She actually knows about this particular bear before the attack because, and I quote, it had been hanging around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Bears don't hang around the fucking neighborhood. Chabs, hoodies hang around the neighborhood. But I can guarantee you will never see in a in the United Kingdom. Uh, newspaper, Chorley Woman Punches Chav in Face to Save Her Tiny Dog. No one in the UK would do even that. See, this when, woman... when you hear that, when you hear that it was it was kind of loitering, do you kind of imagine that the bear was, it was kind of a film noir bear, and it was under a, uh, a street lamp with a, a hat, and it kept looking up at her bedroom window while she, she kind of looked through the lacy curtains? Because that's, that's the image that went into my head. I think the bear was trying to find some toilet cannabis. Uh, and wasn't able to. So it was all getting, getting a bit grouchy. Yeah, well, after all the meat had been stolen. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, apparently, they had a lot of trouble with bears. Bear encounters are on the rise this year, uh, despite efforts by local residents to lock away garbage and <laughs> remove items. Apparently, it's a lot worse this year because of the lack of a berry crop. That, it's actually a modern tragedy that I'm... I'm... Well, the bear. The, no, well, I, the I bear doesn't get to eat the dog. The, the lack, the lack of berries. I've always wondered, right? What I don't understand, like bears, when there's a low berry season, then bears mm. go, you know, on on the rampage. Yeah, and they 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 start eating dashens unless Alaskan women can beat them off. But I, you know, it's quite a various variation from the normal diet, isn't it? Oh, what what shall I have today? Oh, I really fancy some berries. Oh no, but there's not, we've run out of berries. Oh, there's carrots. I don't like carrots. I'm going to eat a dog. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's quite a jump. That uh, actually sounds like a a, a fad diet. <laughs> <laughs> what the the, the uh, bears? Yeah, the new Atkins diet. The, the new Atkins diet. Hello, and on today's show, we're talking about the new Dashen diet. Throw out those old berries. They're not the superfood you thought they were. And we'll be talking with Anthea Turner about how she has managed to revolutionise her thing. I don't know. But I yeah, was it feeling would have all... so fat. I was feeling fat and horrible because of all the berries I was eating. But then I ate a dog and I'm slim <laughs> as anything now. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. um, I'm going to give you the victory for that. Yeah, I just think I deserve it. Um so that gives you gives you overall victory we know for this episode. It's a sham. We know that's a sham. It's a we sham. Lie. All lies. Um, so yeah, you know, you've taken the victory again. So it's it's in terms of the series, you're two nil up. Uh, I've gained my first point of the series, though. I feel quite proud with that. I feel I've achieved something. Uh, what what have you learned today from today's episode? Um, I've learned that there are some very expensive meat animals out there in the world. Maybe it was a dachshund. Maybe that's what. And on that bombshell, uh, thank you for joining us at the Dark Glass Podcast and join us next week.